All right, we ready? Curry, way down top. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! Ruben Garrick for the corner. Ankle breaker! KD! And it comes to Moses. That is incredible! LeBron James, a shot in history. He's back! Hey, everyone. Thought I'd quickly jump on and have a chat. It's been a while between episodes, I think. The last one we did was between Christmas and New Year, so it's been quite a few weeks. But before we get started, last week I put up on my Instagram story, if you have any questions, send them to me. I'll answer them on the very next podcast. And you know what? Here we are. I've had a couple of questions come in, both by Anonymous, so I'm not sure who sent them in, but thank you. The first one, what do you make of the Golden State Warriors season and how do you think it will eventuate? Now... By now, everyone should know, or everyone probably knows, I I am a Golden State Warriors supporter. It's been, I guess you could say, a very underwhelming uh, season for them. The whole Draymond Green situation kind of shook up the the playing group a little bit, took a little bit of consistency out of the lineup. Uh, Of course, we've had injuries, but, you know, every team's going to get injuries, so we can't really just dull it down to to the injury status of people. Um. Clay Thompson, obviously, his shooting form hasn't been terrific, but you know what? He's a champ. He'll bounce back. And Steph Curry, you know, Steph's Steph's going to Steph. Steph's always going to lead from the front. So um, it has been a very underwhelming year, but a team with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, how good Jonathan Kaminga going, man? Like, seriously, if they can string a few wins together in the next couple of games, I think they can make a finals push, um, but we'll see. The second question I got was, who is your number one player in the league? Now, if you asked me this question, let's say, two months ago, I would have said Tyrese Halliburton. But, man, Luka Doncic, how can you go past Luka? He is carving up. He scored 72 points the other week. He's scoring triple doubles at ease. So that's the answer, Luka Doncic. All right, on today's episode, with the All-Star Weekend coming up, I want to talk about, I'm going to go through the the Eastern and Western Conference teams. I'm going to talk about who was snubbed from both of those teams, or in my opinion, who was snubbed. I want to talk about the three-point shootout, and talking about three-point shootout, Steph Curry versus Sabrina. Man, what a matchup that's going to be. And we're going to talk the NBA dunk contest. I also want to talk about the highest scores that have lately been happening in the NBA. Um, I talked about Luka Doncic just before scoring 72 points the other week. There's been a few others. And what does this mean for the NBA? And lastly, I'm going to talk NBA power rankings. What teams do I think have climbed up the power ranking charts? Let's firstly talk about the all-star teams. Now, we'll start with the Western Conference, captained by LeBron James. Also, as a starter, we have Kevin Durant. Nikola Jokic, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and Luka Doncic. And on the reserves, we have Devin Booker, Stephen Curry, Anthony Davis, Anthony Edwards, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Carl Anthony Towns. All right, over to the east, we have as captain Giannis Atanakumpo, Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey, Damian Lillard, and Jason Tatum are the starters. And coming off the reserves, we have Bam Adebayo, Paolo Banchero, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Maxey, Donovan Mitchell, and Julius Randle. I was 
watching a video the other day of the late, great Kobe Bryant, and he was talking about his first ever NBA All-Star game. And he was saying that it was so competitive, like it was the best of the best in the league and he wanted to win. He wanted to compete and he wanted to win. Where nowadays he was saying that the NBA All-Star game is a bit of fun, a bit of a muck around, you know, shoot a long three-point here, you know, do some massive dunks. But I agree with Kobe. Bring back the ultra-competitive games. I think that's what the fans want to see. They want to see the best of the best going ahead, and they want to see a very competitive game because I reckon it would be fantastic to bring that back. It would be very entertaining for for everyone involved. Let's move on to the three-point contest. This one's always fun. It's always very entertaining. So this year, we have competing in a three-point contest. We have Malik Beasley, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Halliburton, Damian Lillard, Laurie Markkinen, Tyrese Maxey, and Donovan Mitchell. What a lineup. Seriously. Everyone in this list has been shooting fantastic this year. Um, Jalen Brunson, of course, is one of the, the best players in the league at the moment. Dame Lillard, we all know how he can shoot a ball from long range. And Tyrese Maxey, his three-point shooting has come a long, long way this season. Who do I think is going to win? It's going to be tough. Obviously, Dame's always going to be up there. Malik Beasley has been shooting the three ball exceptionally well, but the man I mentioned before, Tyrese Maxey, I think he could have it over Damian Lillard. Talking about three-point competitions, let's not forget two of the greatest shooters of all time in the NBA and in the WNBA, Steph v. Sabrina. Man, how good is this going to be? Two of the best shooters in the league that we have right now that we will ever have in the leagues. This is going to be awesome. So Steph's going to be shooting from the NBA three-point line. Sabrina's going to be shooting from the WNBA three-point line. And who's going to come out on top? Everyone's saying Steph Curry will, but if you go onto YouTube and type in Sabrina's name, she is crazy, man. Like, she can shoot the ball from anywhere. So two of the greatest shooters. I can't wait to see how this one plays out. Let's move on to NBA All-Star snobs. There are some names that have been left off these lists that have blown my mind in all seriousness, but let's go through them. Firstly, we'll start off with the Eastern Conference biggest snubs. I'm going to rattle them off here. We've got Trey Young, Scotty Barnes, Pascal Siakam, Derek White, Jared Allen. We have Chris Tapps, Paul Zingas, and Jimmy Butler. Actually, you know what? As I'm recording this right now, we have some breaking news. We have Trey Young and Scotty Barnes who will come into the Eastern Conference All-Star team to replace Joel Embiid and Julius Randle. How's that for timing, hey? So Trey Young, back in the squad. That's what I like to see. Let's move on to the Western Conference biggest snubs. Firstly, we have James Harden. We have DeMantis Sabonis, De'Aaron Fox, Laurie Markkinen, Jamal Murray, Alperin Sengun, Chet Holgram and Victor Wembanyama. Now I know Chet and Victor they're they're rookies, but they've been having friggin' fantastic seasons. Alperen Sengun I thought was unlucky to miss out. He's been playing unreal there for for Houston. He's been one of their best players all year. But the same thing applies for the Western Conference as it does for the Eastern. If someone gets injured, one of these guys can easily move back into the squad. Actually, you know what? I think the biggest snub this season is De'Aaron Fox and probably Demarnus Sabonis there, those two guys there from Sacramento. Sabonis is averaging easily a double-a-double, a double-double a double every night. 
and Darren Fox is getting better and better as the season goes on. So, you know what? They are the two biggest snubs of the season. Let's move on to the slam dunk contest. The participants are Jamie Jarquez Jr. of the Miami Heat, Mac McClung, who won it last year, actually. He was bloody sensational. We have Jalen Brown of the Boston Celtics competing. We don't know what Jalen's about. He can dunk that thing. And the last one, we have Jacob Toppin, the brother of Obi Toppin, which is weird. Why isn't Obi competing and his brother Jacob is? Because Obi can dunk that thing so good. So I guess we'll find out who's the better dunker between Jacob and Obi Toppin. I don't know who's going to take this one out. Seriously, uh, going off last year's dunk contest, Mac was absolutely sensational. Um, Jalen Brown might go all right. I'm not sure about Jamie from the Miami Heat, but I think Mac McLung might go two from two. All right, moving on. I quickly want to touch on the high scores that have been happening around the league at the moment by an individual. Let's rattle off a few scores here. Luka Doncic, he scored 73 points the other night. That is absolutely wild. That's the highest score I've seen by an individual in my lifetime. Also, Joel Embiid scored 70 points, which he played absolutely fantastic. That was a crazy game by Joel. Giannis Atanakumpo, he scored 64 points. Carl Anthony Towns, 62 points, along with Devin Booker's 62 as well. And the other night, Steph Curry scored 60 points. I actually heard Kevin Durant post-game um, after he heard about, I might have been Luca scoring the 72 points he was like what the hell man and i think it was him who commented saying someone in the league is going to score 100 points by the end of the season and you know what it actually wouldn't surprise me now what does this mean for the nba are players just getting better and uh, learning to i don't know score points more frequently or is the defense becoming i guess a little bit lackluster in the league Now, as a fan watching the NBA, it does get frustrating at times when the refs blow fouls so frequently. It is is very, very frustrating. You can see it in the players' faces. You can see it in their actions. You can see it by the coaching staff actions. I'm I'm not blaming the refs at all because it is a very, very hard job and I guess a thankless job at times because it would be very, very tough. But it is somewhat frustrating when the whistle has been blown every, you know, 20, 30 seconds because someone has fingernailed someone while they're taking a shot. But is this ruining the game of basketball defense-wise? I think maybe it is a little bit. I think, you know, if you're matched up against Giannis or Luka Doncic and they're taking a shot, you you do not want to compete defensive-wise to try and stop them from scoring because... You're scared that the refs are going to foul you for it. And with someone like Steph Curry, who just constantly moves around the court and is hard to keep up with, you're doing all you can to try and get in his way. And without getting a body in front, you're you're worried that the, that the refs are going to foul you for it. So I think maybe in the next 10, 15 years, defense might be played a little bit differently in the league. Or players are just going to be scoring these points at will every week. And lastly, I just quickly wanted to go through my power rankings list. I'm going to list from one to six of the teams that I think have been pretty 
good over the last couple of weeks. So starting off at number one, I have the LA Clippers and their record coming in at is coming in at 33 and 15. The Clippers are on a bit of a roll there. They've got James Harden, Russ Westbrook is playing some great basketball. Uh, Paul George and, and Kawhi Leonard are there. So they're pretty solid. Coming in at number two, I have the Boston Celtics now. We all know what Boston's about. Their record at the moment is 38 and 12. So Boston are going to be hard to beat running into the finals. Coming in at number three, I have the Denver Nuggets, last year's NBA champions. Their record is 35 and 16. Uh, you know, Jokic has been un- absolutely unbelievable. He's having another M- MVP caliber season along with some of the other starters there in Jamal Murray, who's been fairly, fairly solid for them this season. Coming in at number four, I have the Minnesota Timberwolves. They, their, their record is 35 and 15 on the season. You know what? Coming into the season, I thought Minnesota would be good, but did I know that they would be this good? No. Led by Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards there. So uh, if they can keep it up, their momentum should take them deep into the finals. Coming in at number five, I have the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, OKC there, I'm not going to say surprised me because I knew they, that they'd be good, but they have surprised me in some ways. Their record stands at 35 and 15. Shea Gilgis Alexander is having an MVP caliber season. He is absolutely carving up. Jalen Williams, who is an absolute beast. I think this might be his second season in the NBA. He has come he's come in leaps and bounds for the for the Oklahoma City Thunder. And also you also got Josh Giddy there who's playing some real good basketball as well. And coming in at number six, I have the Cleveland Cavaliers, who have a record of thirty-one and sixteen. They're on a massive, massive run at the moment. They've won thirteen of their last fourteen games, climbing from eighth to third in the Eastern Conference. So let's see how the Cavs fare after the NBA All-Star weekend. As always, thanks for tuning in. If you have any questions regarding anything to do with Rugby League, NBA, NBL, and you want them answered on the next podcast, make sure you send them through at the Amateur Athlete Podcast on Instagram. Or if you want to email them through, send them through to the Amateur Athlete Podcast at gmail.com. Hey, what up, guys? Thanks for listening to today's episode. Hey, if you want to keep in touch with everything the Amateur Athlete Podcast, make sure you follow us on Instagram at the Amateur Athlete Podcast. Or if you want to connect with the show, you can DM us on Instagram or you can email me at the Amateur Athlete Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button so you can keep up to date with everything Amateur Athlete. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time.